Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tommic.wixsite.com slash meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Ten of Many Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons, and we are located in Maryville, Indiana. And today we're going to be in the book of Proverbs 15, starting at the 16th verse. Last time we were in Proverbs, it was about two weeks ago. And now we're back on track with Proverbs. Yeah. And we did 1 through 15, and now we're going to go 1 through, and we're going to go through 16, starting at the 16th verse. Amen? Amen, amen. Now, as we go through this, we're going to, we're going to learn a lot of things. And like, you know, we talked about how Proverbs is uh, a chapter concerning Solomon, David's son. And this is the wisdom that God has uh, display to him and a lot of things so we're going to get into that and 15 and 16 says better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it right so you learn in in this in this verse that it's better to have a little and you have the fear of the Lord than to have the whole world and you having trouble with all of it, trying to balance everything. <coughs> I was talking to my wife the other day, and we was talking about how, you know, the scripture that talks about um, how it says you can't serve two masters, mm -hmm. and it goes on to say you can't you can't serve money mm -hmm. and God. Right. Mm -hmm. So, my thing was, how do you find the balance between the two? Mm -hmm. How do you balance having money mm -hmm. and having God? Uh -huh. And the revelation of that is, you don't balance money and God. God always is supposed to be over money, uh -huh. power, prestige, everything. You put God first. And God gives you those things. Right. But you never try to balance money and God. Because uh -huh. God is always going to outweigh it right. by a long shot. Right. So, you know, you're going to have trouble with your treasures if God is not in it. Mm -hmm. Because you have to know where your help comes from in this. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. 17 says better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fetid ox 
and hatred with it. Mm. Better is a dinner with herbs. Dinner of herbs, where you just have a little bit of dinner, you know, uh-huh. instead of eating big steaks and big baked potatoes, uh-huh. you got a Swanson. Do they still make Swansons? Yeah. Frozen. Wow. <laughs> you know, everybody eating nice, dining, but you got frozen pizza. Say that. And it says it's better to have that where love is, where you have God, than to have all that stuff and have hatred in your heart. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know? Do you know greed will make you hate people? Yeah. Say that. Greed will make people hate you too. Yeah, you know? Because when you are greedy, you'll do anything necessary. Uh-huh. To gain. Yeah. And it'll make you despise people. Yeah. Because you... It, it, it has to because you can't have a heart for people uh-huh. and do them wrong at the same time. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you eventually start hating folks. Say that, say that. Eighteen says, a hot-tempered man stirs up strife. Said, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. A hot-tempered man stirs up strife. Somebody that's always mad, uh-huh. yelling at folks, uh-huh. screaming and stuff. People you scared to talk to because they finna go off on you. Uh-huh. It's crazy. That's crazy talk. Uh-huh. You know. Hot tempered man stirs up strife, and all he do is just make chaos. Uh-huh. When it says, you know, and, and, and when you think of a hot tempered man, this could be a hot tempered woman too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Some of these men scared to talk to their wives because they just scared to see what they're gonna say. Uh-huh. <laughs> hot tempered man stirs up strife. <laughs> <laughs> To your friend, hey, I gotta tell you, tell your wife to do it. Could you tell her funny? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you tell her funny? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I it would tell her, but you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta live with her. Yeah, I gotta live. Mm-hmm. You know, so. It says, like, temper masters of strife. Mm. You know, this is bad. But he who is slow to anger quiets contention. And see, somebody who's slow to anger, they have patience. Uh-huh. They'll see an opportunity to make peace. Uh-huh. You see? Yeah. A hot tempered person, you know, they make chaos. Uh-huh. But somebody that's slow to anger, they make peace. Mm-hmm. Right? You ever been out with somebody and y'all about to eat and they get the wrong food or something and they just going off? Mm-hmm. When you hear people going off like that, I want you to know something. 
when you hear somebody going off about their food, it's time to go home. Because I'm not about to let them take that and come back with my plate. <laughs> After you didn't yell that. It's time to go. We got to go somewhere else now. <laughs> it's time to go. They're not about to make my food. <laughs> After you done yelled at them and did all this crazy stuff. Mm -mm. I'm good. I didn't want this mess. Oh, sit down, sit down. Oh, okay. Alright, I'll pick I'll take it back. I'll be right back. Uh oh. It's time to go. Uh oh. It's time to go. And thinking about that, we need to really pay attention to the people that are in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If they don't live by the credo that you have, or if they don't live by the doctrine that you have of Christ, and too many of us in Christ have too many friends that are not in Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's not the point of having too many friends that's not in Christ, but it's the point that you have too many friends that are not in Christ that are not trying to come to Christ. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they... Constantly trying to get you to do what they're doing. See that, see that. Right, right. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that is where the problem is. You know, we really have to, we really have to focus in on who we allow to be around us mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Nineteen says, "The way of a slugger," which is lazy person. Okay. It's like a hedge of thorns. <laughs> Dang. Uh -huh. You ever fell in a thorn bush? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Ouch. The way of a sluggard is a hedge of thorns, but the path of the upright is a level highway. Thorns. You ever dealt with somebody lazy? Mm-hmm. Every time you're ready to go do something, they just, they either slowing around, you try to get them ready to go, you tell them that you're going, they say, yeah, I'm going, and then by the time it's time to go, they still sleep. Or they just moving slow. Or they change their mind. You never really get them to do anything. You get tired of asking them. Uh -huh. And again, this goes into, you know, the people that we have around us. Uh -huh. 20 says, a wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. A wise son makes a glad father. Why is that? Because the father sees the attributes uh -huh. of himself in his son. Say that, say that. You know? Uh -huh. And they see the path that the son is on. Uh -huh. But it says a foolish man despises his mother though. Uh -huh. and, you, and you know, you see a lot of men who, who really talk to their mother all kind of ways. These kids nowadays uh -huh. yeah. talk to their parents all kind of ways. Uh -huh. 
-hmm. Cursing them out and doing all kind of crazy stuff. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Foolish people. Bible tells us to honor thy mother and thy father. Uh -huh. Why? Because this makes your days long. Uh -huh. Which means when you don't and you cursing your mom and dad out all the time and doing exactly what they tell you not to do, uh -huh. you shorten your days. Uh -huh. You shorten your days. Twenty one says, Folly is a joy to him who lacks sense. <laughs> Folly. Which like is a whole bunch of foolishness. It says it's a joy uh -huh. to people who ain't got no sense. When these things come up, I really want you to think about the people that are in your lives. And some of the stuff will touch you. You're like, I know some people like that. That ain't got no uh -huh, sense. Uh -huh. Just think everything funny. Uh -huh. And they're just as crazy as can be. Uh -huh. I said, but a man of understanding walks straight ahead. And you're walking straight ahead. Because you have your head on straight. <laughs> uh -huh. Right? This is a person of understanding. And remember when we talk about Proverbs, we was talking about God, wisdom, Jesus, knowledge, understanding is the Holy Spirit. So when you read that, it says, but a man with the Holy Spirit walks straight ahead. Because he keeps a level head. Uh-huh. His head not going all kind of ways. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. 22. Without counsel, plans fail. Now this is a good one because my grandfather used to say you have to plan your work and work your plan. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times we'll make a plan but deviate from the plan. And then chaos ensues. Because you have a plan, and this is what happens. God will put the plan in your head. Uh -huh. And you will plan that thing out. But the devil tells you to deviate from the plan. And then chaos ensues. ensues. Right? Uh -huh. Stay with the plan. Uh -huh. It may look bleak sometimes during the plan. But... All you have is the plan. Mm -hmm. Stick with the plan. Mm -hmm. Because when you deviate from the plan, you don't have a contingency. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so now you're in no man's land. <laughs> which you don't know what to do with that. And it's funny how you make a contingency plan for things, which means you don't truly. When you make a contingency plan, which means if this don't go right, I have this in place. Mm -hmm. That means you don't confidently, you, you don't have any confidence in the plan you made. Yeah. Right? Right. That means I, I'm going to make this plan and it's a good plan. But we're going to do this just in case. Well, right. why are we doing this just in case if this is a good plan? Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Right. And see, we do that in Christ. We say, you know, I read the Bible and I understand and I'm in Christ, but I fear. Uh-huh. But I'm scared. Uh -huh. I still worry. I still have all these problems. And you come up with your own contingency plan. And what you're saying is, I don't truly trust that God is going to take care of this, so I'm going to come up with something just in case. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just in case what? The almighty God can't take care of your plan, so you're going to come up with something that's better than almighty God's plan. God say, I know the plans I have for you. But you say, yeah, but this over here just in case. Right. And we see how good that works out. And then we end up in Christ anyway, because everything goes bad, and then we calling on God to fix it anyway. Right? Without counsel, plans fail. But with many advisors, they succeed. Every time I write a book, I have it edited. I edit it myself. And then when I get through editing it, I give it to two more people and they edit. Right? Because I, I do that to make sure. Because you want to have counsel when you're doing something. You know, you don't want to just count on everything that you do. I got this. Anybody that says, I got this, usually don't have it. And it's about to go bad. Real quick. <laughs> right? But with many advisors, they succeed. You have to. 23. To make an apt answer is a joy to a man. And a word in season, how good it is. To make an apt answer is a joy to a man. You know? When you have an answer and you... It's, it's a joy to somebody when you, mm -hmm. when you know. I mean... Think about all of the times when you have studied the Bible, you went to Bible study and everything, and then somebody finally asked you a question. You don't even really know how much you know until somebody asks you. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And you'll be surprised on what you know just from studying. You know? You might not see yourself as a teacher or anything, but somebody asks you a Bible question, you'll be like, oh, I do know that. Uh -huh. You'll be surprised what you know. And it's a joy to understand that you understand. Uh -huh. You know? When you find out how much you know, it's like, man. You say a word in the season, how good it is when you give somebody a word. It's, it's an awesome thing to give somebody a word, especially when you see it come to pass. And it's an awesome thing to also receive a word and it come to pass. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right? 24 says the path of life leads upward for the prudent 
and he may turn away from Sheol beneath the path of life leads upward for the prudent. And somebody who is patient and enduring, right? It says their path leads upward. It only goes up from there. And it says that he may turn away from Sheol beneath, which is hell. Right? You don't know. You may be turning somebody from their wicked ways. When you talk to them and you give them knowledge and understanding, especially if you're talking to somebody who's willing to learn. You have patience with them, they're going to have patience with you. You yelling at them, they're going to yell back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Too many of us get mad at people when they don't act right, quote unquote. Oh. But they're not in Christ. And they're going to act like you. And then when you're going off on them, they really don't want to act like you. Uh -huh. <laughs> right? You end up losing people. 25 says, The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but maintains the widow's boundary. Right? Anybody that's proud of everything today, I got a lot of pride. You put pride first, God said he tear that down. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He said, but, but maintains the widow's boundaries. In this day, you know, this, the, the widows were looked upon as as the lowest you could go because they don't have men to take care of them. Uh -huh. He says, in, in that case where they have no one to take care of them, God says, I maintain their boundaries. They're going to be all right. Uh -huh. So the person that can't take care of themselves, I will take care of them. But the prideful people that think they're doing everything on their own, oh, I tear them down. Say that, say that. And that's what God is saying in this. Don't be so proud. That you forget God. Don't be so proud to think that you didn't did all of this stuff by yourself. Uh -huh. God will show you, you can't do nothing without see Him. It, it. And if you believe that you did all of this by yourself, you watch how fast He tear it down. See it. Twenty six says the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord. Now, you know, we'll read, we will read in scripture where it says, there's only a couple things that's an abomination to the Lord. You know, it's only a couple things that God sees as an abomination. But this says, the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord. Their very thought of being wicked is an abomination to the Lord. <laughs> He said, but gracious words are pure. We show grace to people. And we say graceful things to people. Those are pure. God sees that. He sees that in a good light.
but the thoughts of the wicked, when you have wicked thoughts, it's an abomination to the Lord. And if God sees it as an abomination, you really need to check yourself. Mm -hmm. Because no telling what God will do to anything that's an abomination to Him. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Whoever is greedy for unjust gain troubles his own household. But he who hates bribes will live. Whoever is greedy for unjust gain, when you just, you know, when you are greedy for money and you will get it by any means necessary, it says, this trouble, you put trouble in your own household. And you will wonder why you just can't make it over that hump. Uh -huh, you know, uh -huh, uh -huh. it's like, man, I'm gonna get this money, I'm gonna get this paper, I'm gonna do this, I'm doing this. Uh, like the kids say nowadays, you know, gotta get this bag. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you do that, you know, and you're doing it unjustly, yeah. not saying that you don't need money, you know, mm -hmm. you need to do it, but you need to do it in a just manner. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing it unjustly, it says you trouble your household and you you wonder why you're working all of this, doing all of this hard work, but you're doing it hurting people uh -huh, uh -huh. and hurting yourself because at the end of the day, you're still not getting over the hump and your family is suffering because of this. Uh -huh. You're just barely making ends meet. Every time you get a job, you end up losing it. You know what I'm saying? So uh -huh. it's like you never get over that hump. Mm -hmm. And you need to think about in the way that you are doing things. And is it pleasing to the Lord? Uh -huh. And if it's not, you need to repent and do better. And it says, but he who hates bribes will live. You won't take money by any means necessary. You won't be making backdoor deals yeah. just to gain money. Mm -hmm. right? right? 28 says, The heart of the righteous ponders how to answer. Mm -hmm. Righteous people think about what they're about to say before they say it. Mm -hmm. They think about the answer they're about to give because it it has to make sense and add up to what God say. <laughs> it says, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. You just say any old crazy stuff. Right? <coughs> you ever heard people just talking and talking and talking? And they, and they try to talk about scripture? And they try to tell you their beliefs? And they tell you all of this stuff? That ain't got nothing to do with scripture. Uh -huh. And every time you hear them speak, it's always in your head contradicting what scripture say. Uh -huh. yes, talking. Yeah, just talking. Yeah. Just pouring out evil things. If it contradicts scripture, it's evil. Right. Amen. 29 says, The Lord is far from the wicked. But he hears the prayers of the righteous. Now, if he's far from the wicked and you're doing wicked things, that means you are far from God. 
and God is far from you. Right? He said, but he hears the prayers of the righteous because the righteous people are close to God. So they get prayers answered. But when you're doing wicked things, you're far from God and God is far from you. 30 says, the light, the light of the eyes rejoice the heart and good news refreshes the bones. You ever had good news come in and you just, oh man, you can be real tired and you hear some good news and all of a sudden you got a second wind. <laughs> oh snap. You know, the light of the eyes rejoice the heart, rejoices the heart. You light up, man. That's how I feel when my wife come home from work. Aww. My eyes light up. Aww. I'm ready to go. My <laughs> wife home. Uh, that's good news. It refreshed my bones. Aww. You know why that refreshed my bones? Because the Bible say she's the bone of my bones. Aww. And the flesh of my flesh. So my wife comes home. Everything fresh. I'm good to go. <laughs> we'll be ready to go out and do, do all kinds of stuff. You know. Just an example of how you can be refreshed and your eyes rejoice. You know what I mean? And we all have something that makes us happy. That makes us rejoice and, 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 and refreshes our bones, you know. We all have something. 31 says, the ear that listens to life giving reproof will dwell among the wise. Mm -hmm. The ears that listen to life giving reproof. Life giving means people that are listening to scripture that matters, especially when you're going through life changes. Mm -hmm. And somebody's trying to tell you how your life is going and which way you need to be going. And you need uh -huh. to believe in Christ. It said people that listen to that, it says they dwell among the wise. Uh-huh. You know? Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to listen to these type of things and understand it. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. 32 says whoever ignores instruction despises himself. When you just ignore people trying to tell you to do something, and it's not just trying to tell you to do something. It's trying to tell you instructions. Somebody's trying to instruct you in, in something uh, that you need to know or you need to do. Say you despise yourself. It means you, you don't like yourself when somebody's trying to give you good advice and you don't want to take it. It says, but he who listens to reproof gains intelligence. Right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we want to be that person that, that listen to the reproof. Okay, we did something wrong. Okay, let me make it better. Let me better myself. Let me better my family. Let me better my situation. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. And if you're wise, you'll look for answers. You'll go to somebody. Hey, how can I do this better? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going through a thing right now. What can I do to make this better? Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
and go to some people that can, because I guarantee, if you go to some people that'll tell you, they can either tell you what you need to do, or they can point you in the direction of where you need to go. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And in both cases, it's good information. <laughs> but you can't get mad at everybody that's trying to tell you something. You might not like what they're saying, but if it's true, it's true. Say that, say that. But what are you going to do about this truth that was given to you? Are you just going to get mad about it and yell at them, or are you going to actually do something about it and better yourself? Yeah. Right? Right. Bettering yourself means bettering your situation. Say that, say that. 33, and it says, The fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom. And humility comes before honor. Before you can get honor from God, you have to you have to learn how to to humble yourself. Yeah. Right? You have to have the fear of the Lord. And uh, me and my mother was talking a couple days ago about how people just don't have the fear of the Lord. They do all of these crazy things and say all of this crazy stuff and allow things to happen in their life when they just don't have the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is important for you because it, it means you reverence God to the point where you're not going to do nothing stupid. You're not going to do anything that's going to hurt your soul. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right? And it says that the fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom. So anything outside of the fear of the Lord is stupidity. Say that, say that. Right? But you have to humble yourself. And then that humbling yourself comes before honor. Humble people get honor. People honor humble people uh -huh, uh -huh. because they see the rest of the world and what that's like and then they see you yeah. and if you're a humble person it's like man and they'll say it too I, and I wish I was more like you you can be but you have to be in Christ to get that humility yeah. amen yeah. so we, 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 we really have to Understand, you know, these scriptures are, are basically showing you the difference between uh, um, having this wisdom mm -hmm. and taking these wicked things, uh -huh. throwing them out, mm -hmm. and using God to be your God. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You know, <coughs> because outside of outside of God, all you have is strife. You know, mm -hmm. folly, uh -huh. as we read. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Despising instructions. Uh -huh. And wickedness. That's all you have outside of God. Just all kind of bad stuff. But when you come to Christ and you make Christ your Lord and Savior, you get to free yourself from all of those things that are evil. Right? right. So we really 
have to focus and, and look at ourselves and say, what is important to me? What is important to me and my soul? And you'd be surprised once you come to Christ and you learn what is good for you, you will see what's good for the people around you and your circumstance. Yes. Amen. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you for allowing us to see Proverbs 15 and understanding that we need to turn from our wicked ways and the wicked things that we are doing and the follies of our lives and gain the wisdom of God. And as we gain the wisdom of God and don't despise instruction, we gain intelligence and we gain understanding of who you are, God, and who we are as people of God. Father, we thank you. We praise your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Hi. Thanks for watching Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. For more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button and the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.